Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, welcome back. 10.30, Clint Conk joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Pat Bradley just told me that he is going to be unavailable today, so we'll move him to later on in the week. But, uh, Coach, good to have you. Plenty to get to. And uh, we were just talking about the Arkansas game. Uh, basically did what they needed to do for the most part. Yeah, first of all, uh, I hope you can hear me because I'm calling in today. Um, congratulations, Wes. Big win. Historical win for Texas State. He doesn't claim On him. the map. Are you claiming him now? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, okay. That's my Bobcats. Oh, big what fan. Are you talking Huge about? Huge fan. Loved it. Well, and then, yes, they get Texas an and then they get an opportunity to play UTSA this week. So it really will be kind of a Texas takeover if they can hold serve there. But uh, congratulations who, who, who on that. Won, That's a, a who won the Houston win. game? Uh, Houston. Did they Houston, beat? Uh, 17, okay. 17-14, yeah. Yeah, close okay. game, but Houston won. Yeah. All right, Coach. But, yeah, uh, what, talking about the Hawks, you know, they held serve, you know, and uh, did what they were supposed to do. They kind of went according to script. Uh, big win. I'm going to assume that they probably played 75 players, maybe a few more. You know, so a lot of kids, you know, we got to see the backup quarterback and Chris Well. We got to see a lot of down-the-line guys, a lot of freshmen, redshirt freshmen. Ton of kids from the transport portal, but as a head coach, you know, you talk about the script. It was a great opportunity to work on processes, substitution patterns, sideline organization, communication, adjustments, special teams, all of those things that aren't real sexy, but go into, you know, the the, the mechanisms of running a college football game. So from that standpoint, the scoreboard. You got to do that in front of 45,000 fans. Um, huge day in Little Rock. Um, big day for the Hawks. Coach, yeah, offensively, defensively, special teams, it was all positives. If you want to nitpick, they didn't get that push on the offensive line, not the running yards that you would hope they could get. Uh, and Coach Pittman said, you know, let's not make a mountain out of a molehill right now. Uh, I thought he put it best. Uh, they, uh, he felt like after watching, a little bit of the tape. They were bringing their safeties down. They were doing everything they could to uh, to stop the run game. And uh, one of the uh, reporters asked Coach Pittman about this, and this is what I want to ask you. Sometimes when you're playing a team, like an FCS team playing up, you, you want to accomplish one thing. You know, you, you want to do something, have a positive out of this game. Is that, a fa- is that where you so- see something from a, a Western Carolina team like, hey, we're going to sell out. They're not going to run the ball on us. Is that something that is done from an FCS level when you're playing up? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you pick your poison. You've got a preseason, you know, potential All-American and K.J. Jefferson. You've got a preseason All-American and the running back and Sanders and a deep backfield. So 
they had to pick their poison. They said, you know, you got a bunch of young receivers, which really showed up, Tesla and Armstrong, and then, of course, the, the veteran Wilson, Paz, the tight end, the true freshman. But you had to, I'm going to take away the run and make you beat me with the pass or vice versa. They chose to load the box, be very active, screwing down their safeties, and, and, and made Jefferson have to beat him, and he did. I mean, he completed, like, what, 12 in a row? And I think you mentioned earlier, it was 35-3 to 3 pretty quick. And uh, and most of that was done with, with the passing game. And, of course, the defense created positive field position. Hey, they got something special in uh, Santesia, the, the, the punt returner. I, 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 if they could give him a little bit of space, that dude, that dude can, can, can turn over some, uh, some grass pretty quick. So uh, I think it was a real positive all the way around. Now, agree, you know, you do need to get the run game going. I, I, you know, in the NFL – they still run against eight-man boxes all the time. So uh, it's not a concern right now. Uh, the pass rush, a little bit of a concern. They didn't get more pressures there or more sacks, I guess you could say. They got a lot of pressure. But uh, there's things to work on this week as they move forward. I'm not sure they're going to get a bunch of resistance again this week with Kent State. But there are several things that they need to work on and then continue to polish the things that they're doing very well. Yeah, there's only officially one quarterback hurry as I look through the stat sheet here, but they did force four interceptions, and so they were doing something right defensively at the very least, even if they weren't getting the kind of pressure they wanted to. Um, Coach, let's shift over because, again, you know, there's not a lot to glean from that, and I think if we if Arkansas can't run the game, the ball against Kent State, we'll be a little more concerned. That's a team that gave up a ton Correct. of rush yards this last weekend. So let's move on to Arkansas State. Obviously, Coach Jones is trying to take a step forward, and it was a very rocky start against the top-20 Oklahoma team, 73-0. to I don't think it's any indictment of the program to lose the game, but when you lose that convincingly, and, you know, it's it's embarrassing, I'm sure, for him and the program, but uh, it certainly maybe, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how good Oklahoma is and how big a step they took forward, or, you know, maybe Arkansas State took a step back, but uh, this certainly will not define their season. No, one game won't define the season, you know, but to your point, just not a good look. You know, when you're trying opening, you worked all summer, all off season, you recruited, you, you know, you get your, you get your horses to the running, you know, to the starting gate. You want to come out and, and, and show something positive, although significant consensus underdog, uh, you really didn't show anything. And so the the real challenge now, and I've been on the other end. I mean, we played an incredible top five TCU team some years ago and took a beatdown. Uh, and the challenge for the coaching staff and for Coach Jones is to rally those guys, make them understand, hey, we did a few things right. We've got to clean these things up. They were just a better football team. Our season starts this week at home against a really good Memphis team. Uh, an arrival game. So I guess having a rival game is a good thing because you'll be able to flush the Oklahoma game pretty quick and Memphis is a good team. But I tell you, that's going to be a huge challenge because not only did they take a physical beat down, they took a mental beat down too. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, there were a bunch of long faces after that game. Yeah, there was the, the video of Coach Jones being consoled by one of his players, and that is not, not the look you want necessarily. It was rough. But, again, they could certainly have a, a big bounce-back game. game in Memphis. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Memphis got off to a good start uh, with a yep dominating victory over Bethune-Cookman, 56-14. Ryan Silverfield's on the hot seat, too. So, again, Memphis has something to prove this week. They can't afford to just take a step back. So, Arkansas State's going to have their hands full, I imagine, this week, Coach. They will. Uh, really good Memphis team. And, uh, like you said, there's, there's a little heat in Memphis there. Uh, 
you know, high expectations from Coach Norvell leaving, going to uh, to Florida State and what he's done there. And uh, they just haven't quite performed at that level. So this is a big year for Memphis. So they will be very prepared. But I'm hopeful that they can flush the Oklahoma game in Jonesboro, have a big crowd come out, and these kids have some success. Because uh, this game, you start 0-2, then, 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 then you know, you're getting some bad habits. And so big challenge for the coaching staff to, to help them to, you know, go bury the tape somewhere out in the, in the practice mm-hmm. field and move on from that one. No doubt. All right, well, Central Arkansas not trying to bury tape but trying to build off of what they were able to do against Oklahoma State. And, frankly, Coach, I know I'm a little bit biased, but I'm also realistic. I was not shocked by what I saw on Saturday. Uh, Will McIlvain clearly has taken that next step forward. If he can be, you know, play like that and be consistent, which was the one thing that was a bit of a knock on him last year, you know, the offensive line did a good job. They had to be pieced together. They had some early injuries there. And defensively stood up to that huge Oklahoma State line for the majority of the day and uh, made it a very competitive game into the fourth quarter. Well, if you take away a couple of penalties and a missed field goal, it's even more competitive, and you were there. And, uh, you know, just really proud of Coach Brown and his group. They went there. They, they looked like they belonged. And uh, obviously there were some size mismatches, but from a skill standpoint, I don't think there was any question about that. Uh, again, you got to clean up the penalties, you know, get the field goal kicking thing, you know, lined out, uh, you know, replacing a four-year starter. Uh, from last year, and uh, yeah, I don't think there's any question. I mean, Sean Derrick, uh, Powell, got a glimpse of him. He looked like he belonged. You know, David Walker, I mean, you know, you go on and on. Uh, certainly a deep running back room, excellent skill kids. Miles Butler showed up. I mean, Richmond showed up. Uh, they looked like they belonged. They, they were competitive. Uh, if things go a little bit better early in the game, it would have been a, a nip and tuck there at the end, but uh Coach Brown can take this, that coaching staff, build off of it. Uh, there's some things they do need to clean up. But with that being said, I'm not sure this week uh, they're going to get much of a test. Uh, Texas College comes in. They lost the Division II school 96 to nothing, I believe. So uh, I'm not sure that uh, there will be some things they get to work on. It's a home game, communication, all those things I talked about with, with Arkansas. Uh, but I don't think they're going to get much resistance uh, this week. They will in two weeks. But this will be yeah. an opportunity to build to build depth uh, heading into the North Dakota State game. Yeah, it's a huge mismatch, obviously. But this was also they they had their hand forced because UAPB pulled out and they didn't have a whole lot of time to pull together a, you know a, a replacement. And so I applaud them for Been getting there. a game. You obviously don't want to ha- you don't have to, I know you have uh, I know you don't want to have two open dates. And so that's just it's what you got to do sometimes. And so again, like you said, get a lot of guys some work hopefully. And, um, and that'll you know, be I'm sure that that'll be the value is getting yep. the down the line mm-hmm. guys that experience no question about it all right in in a game like this coach how 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 long do you play your starters if you do what you're supposed to do two maybe three series and then uh and then they're they're watching and encouraging from the sideline uh obviously you want to stay injury free there's some situations on the offensive line that uh justin alluded to i mean even if they can get those guys back i'm not sure that we roll the we roll the dice with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, use it as kind of a preseason scrimmage. I mean, and this is not a disparaging comment against Texas College. I mean, they're in any school, obviously, very much mis- mismatch in this game. But a couple of series, stay sharp, get them out, do what you're supposed to do, and then let your backups play and gain that experience. Coach, Super Bowl 22. This uh, rung a bell with the UAPB game. 
Uh, Denver jumped out 10 to zero over Washington and lost the game 42 to 10. I remember on the radio the next morning they said uh, uh, Denver got off to a great start last night, but the game had to be called because Washington refused to stop running into the end zone. That was kind of what happened to UAPB over the on Thursday night, coach. They got off to a 7-0 start and everything was looking good against Tulsa, and then Golden Hurricane came uh, came back to life. But I would say for Coach Hampton, uh, not an overly disappointing first game, and it, you know they. I know this doesn't mean anything to him because he doesn't coach at Iowa State or Iowa, but they did cover the number. So uh, Tennessee State this weekend, a little more manageable matchup, Coach. And, uh, I, again, I think we're all really pulling for him, and I hope that they can get back on track and maybe find a way to win this week. It's, you know, and, again, Tennessee State hasn't played a game yet. Well, hey, it was 7 nothing UAPB, and I'm yelling, stop the count. You know what I mean? They, they came out ready to go. <laughs> it was 7-7 for a long time. And then, obviously, Tulsa's death probably took over. Uh, and their experience, uh, but uh, they they sure will take a lot of positives about going on the road in a hostile environment to start the season and play competitive competitively at least for a half. And uh, so, with that being said, they get to go play Tennessee State, which should have been the UCA game that we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think Tennessee State played Notre Dame last weekend. Is that right? I believe that's right. And uh, so they'll right. they'll play in Memphis. Yeah, they did. They played uh, Notre Dame as the first FCS game Notre Dame has ever played. I think I think I'm right on that. Um, but uh, they 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 do get back more to their level of play against Tennessee State in a classic right there in Memphis. So uh, they'll take a lot of positives and try to move forward uh, into that game this weekend. Moving to the uh, Division Two, the Great American Conference, Arkansas almost got a sweep over the Oklahoma schools. Uh, Arkansas Tech had a big comeback, but just fell a little short. And um, what, what do you what What did you learn about the GAC after Week One? Well, everybody held serve. If you're an Arkansas school, except for Tech that you mentioned, but they made a valiant effort there to uh, to try to win the game late. But uh, I, I think the surprise was was the the ease which UAM won on the road uh, going across north the northwest Oklahoma, which is a long ride. Um, so um, the people that were supposed to hold, hold serve, held serve. This week, though, Henderson has to go to southeast Oklahoma. So that's the game I've kind of got circled as maybe a little bit of a, not a trap game, but southeast Oklahoma and Durant is usually pretty good. They're usually pretty good. And uh, so Henderson's going to have to play well on the road uh, for the home opener for Southeast Oklahoma. So that's the one I'm kind of looking at. And then, of course, I think Thursday night, Southern Arkansas has to go to another one of your schools, East Central over in Ada, Oklahoma. So two big games on the road there. Uh, I'm kind of keeping an eye on. If SAU is making the next jump, they need to go and win that game. And, of course, Henderson is always a contender. They've got to go on a, a to play a tough opponent uh, in Durant, Oklahoma. So, anyway, as we get the next couple of weeks, they'll start being some separation. But right now, you know, five of the uh, Arkansas schools are undefeated. There you go, Coach. Uh, some high school games of note uh, from over the weekend we can touch on. Also, looking ahead to our high school game of the week, it is Parkview Bryant. Should be a, a really good one, I think. We'll see. Um, and of course, uh, kudos to Buck James for getting it done and dramatic fashion in their opener and going up to Bentonville and getting a victory in his first game as the Conway head coach. Yeah, I mean, that that, that comeback, you know, they had the lead and then fell behind. It was a back-and-forth game, and then, of course, they, they scored late to win. Huge win, first game 
you know, Coach James has a pedigree uh, of championships, and so I'm sure he's instilling that in these players, and uh, that should give them a lot of momentum in 7A moving forward. A um, couple of games I want to talk about last week was PA kicking a field goal um, uh, to win uh, in, a, in a very uh, emotional way. And then uh, 40 yard field goal. Yeah, that's right. They don't kick extra points, they <laughs> kick long field goals. Uh, it was crazy. Desdark in small school, uh, 2A football, uh, beat the defending state champion Hayden uh, in Desdark, and I believe that game might have been an overtime. But uh, John Barbaria, former player of mine, congratulations to him and his staff. And then, of course, uh, that PA was a dramatic uh, long field goal to win the game as the buzzer went off. So, congratulations. Uh, to all those guys there uh, this week, that was a good team yeah, too. I, I went to the first quarter to that Matt, Madison Ridgeland team, and they had they had a quarterback that could really throw it. It was it was a fun game, and they were up uh, Madison Ridgeland twenty one to eight after the first quarter over PA. And I honestly thought leaving that PA was going to lose that game. They're they're kind of depleted. Their best receiver is out with the injury for four to six weeks, and didn't look good and for them to come back and win that game. I think it just says a lot about the the program and. You know, Coach, when you win, you, you get used to winning, and that's just kind of in your mind. You're going to figure out a way to win. And to get challenged this early in the season and have that happen to you will only pay great dividends as they go down the road when they get into conference play. And, uh, you know, this week, uh, in addition to Bryant and Parkview, CAC hosts uh, – excuse me, Little Rock Christian hosts a pretty good uh, Lake Hamilton team, Justin. And then Conway mm-hmm. has to go on the road again to Washita, uh in Monroe, Louisiana. Conway had to come from behind late, I believe, to win that game last year in Conway. This year they've got to go on the road and play a top five team in the state of Louisiana. Uh, so that's going to be another challenge for them. So a lot of good games. I hope everybody gets out. Well, I thought we saw some great national games this weekend. I mean, that Duke game last night was phenomenal. The beat down that uh, Coach Norvell in Florida State put on LSU. I mean, uh, that was unexpected. And then, of course, the Colorado game, everybody's talking about that. And Can they do it again this week at home against Nebraska? So uh, we're off and running in college and high school football. No doubt. Coach, we got to run. I appreciate you coming on, and we'll look forward to seeing you in studio next week. Hey, you bet, guys. Have a great rest of your week. All right, that, you, that is Clint Conk. Thanks to Farm Brothers Flying Service for sponsoring the segment. Always great to have Coach on. We'll look forward to talking to him next week and uh, getting his thoughts on, uh, on all the games.